as we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. May you surround us, O God, this morning by your Holy Spirit, that the same power that raised Jesus from the dead would raise us to the heights, that you would have us join with the angels singing Alleluia, Alleluia, Amen. Please be seated. Apprenticing with the saints. The book of Psalms has been called the hymn book of the church. And often we hear the final words of that biblical poetry repeated like a spiritual broken record. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. I know what it says, but sometimes, many times, it's hard to do, isn't it? I just don't feel like praising the Lord many times. To be honest, I don't think about it many times. I've got errands to do and meetings to attend and decisions to make and work to complete and family trips to take and projects to dream about. Praise the Lord. And this is exactly why I need to be in an apprenticeship. I need to learn from others. And when it comes to the praise of God, I need the saints of God. I confess this morning that I, the, the dean of the chapel, need to be apprenticed by the saints, those living and those dead, those who are and were, in the words of the writer of Ephesians, faithful in Christ Jesus. The saints are and were faithful followers of Christ in word and deed, and I need them in my life. I need to be apprenticed by them over and over and over again. I need to be enrolled in on-the-job training with the saints to know what life in Christ is all about continually, every day, because it's so easy to get off focus, to be taken off guard, to get caught up in the latest geopolitical crisis or incident of gun violence or most recent ridiculous tweet or global hit album. And so rather than being an apprentice with the saints, our attention, my attention, can be consumed with everything else but Jesus. I mean, to be clear, the, sent, the saints are and were about Jesus. Jesus lovers, if you will, because they knew he was the lover of their souls. I mean, what if you gain the whole world and lose your soul, the soul of praise, the heart of the Christian life? I mean, we hear about apprenticeships all the time, don't we? Practical, hands-on training that is often combined with some sort of classroom instruction across various fields carpentry apprenticeships, electrical 
apprenticeships, HVAC apprenticeships, plumbing and pipe fitting apprenticeships, welding apprenticeships, and the one I really need, culinary apprenticeships. <laughs> but we don't normally hear about being apprenticed in the faith by saints. That is doing the faith, not just talking about it as a way to learn the way of Christ. Being an apprentice with the saints involves practice. This is what we do on Sunday mornings. Every Sunday in worship, we practice the praise of God. This is hands on and hands out and even hands up. Hands crossed, heartfelt, apprenticing with the communion of saints. Every Sunday is an apprenticeship in the worship of God. Have you ever considered that if we learn anything from the saints in Ephesians, it's wrapped up in a phrase that is repeated three times to the praise of his glory? Whether verses 3 to 14 are a hymn or not, scholars can dispute. But what is undeniable is that those words abound with the praise and blessing of God. And it is, in fact, one long sentence. We don't get that sense in English. But in the Greek, it is elongated praise that's focused on God and what God has done in Christ. Blessed be the God of our Father, of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places to the praise of his glory. It's in the form of the pattern of the barakah, the prayer of praise commonly recited in Jewish synagogues. This is pure, uninterrupted, unadulterated, free, extended praise. One scholar says that this long sentence represents not so much a reasoned statement as a lyrical song of praise. It's as if, he says, the writer can't stop thinking of God and praising God. His mind races on and on as he contemplates the glory of God, the grace of God at work on our behalf. This writer simply cannot stop. He must continually praise the Lord. Praise the Lord? I mean, don't we have better things to do with our precious time than worry about praise? I mean, this extended praise right at the beginning of this passage, of this letter, in fact, signifies what should be the beginning, the starting point of our lives, and it sets the tone for the entire letter. To live for the praise of God's glory, to be apprenticed by these saints, is to learn what it means to offer God elongated praise, not a short, sweet, tweet-like, bite-sized, Sunday-only offering ending at noon, though we like to end at noon, <laughs> but a long, continuous, flowing praise to God for God's glory every day. Apprenticing with the saints is to reclaim the primary Christian vocation of doxology, giving God doxa, giving God glory, rather than grabbing a hold of other purposes that may repurpose why and how we live. I need the saints to remind me of my life's doxological purpose. For the praise of God's glory, God 
the one who makes known the immeasurable greatness of his power in Christ. The blessing, the praise, the, the glory are all God's, which puts our Christian experience in its right theological context, regardless of what we may endure. Thus, praise is not disconnection from reality, but a connection to what and who is truly real. Praise the Lord? Easy to say, hard to do. We can get so easily off track and distracted and interrupted in the spiritual life, making our primary vocation as Christians no longer a priority for us if we aren't apprenticing with the saints. I'm afraid of where our hearts and focus might be because we aren't meant to do the Christian life alone. I need the great cloud of witnesses even represented by these stained glass windows. I need the saints. You need the saints. But this call to one long doxology and blessing can so easily be interrupted and become disjointed. I mean, you, you may not realize this, actually, but I extended the scripture lesson to include verses 1 to 10 this morning. When the revised common lectionary, the RCL, only included verses 11 to 23 for this day. But what the lectionary planning team for the RCL actually did was interrupt the praise of the saints, break up that long sentence, disrupt the elongated praise with their structure and order for their purposes when verses 1 to 14 are actually one long sentence of flowing praise. The lectionary planning team gets in the way of the flow of praise, perhaps because praise doesn't always make sense to our world. It doesn't often seem practical even for the church and its life of preaching. And so we get an imposition of so-called order, the lectionary, even religious literary structure that impedes the long praise the saints are called to give to God. I mean, sometimes people can get in the way of praise to God, various activities or, or planning, even for religious purposes, can interrupt our life of praise. And so we lose who we are to be and who we're supposed to be at the core of our lives. We may forget praise or at least cut it short if we aren't apprenticing with the saints. This posture of praise to God is countercultural and not popular, which is why it may be interrupted. Praise is often a form of resistance to nihilism and the embodiment of evil in the world. It helps us not to succumb to the vicious and vulgar malaise of inhumanity in our society. The saints teach us how to put high and holy words of praise on our lips rather than derogatory name-calling spitball lyrics flung against other people. To be apprenticed by the saints is to stay focused on God in Christ and praise, as in verses 1 to 14, and pray, as in verses 15 to 23. 
The saints were and are a people of praise and prayer who lived and lived to the praise of God's glory. What if we actually lived for the praise of God's glory? What if we actually taught for the praise of God's glory? What if we actually researched for the praise of God's glory? What if we sent that work email for the praise of God's glory? What if we led that meeting for the praise of God's glory? What if we cleaned our house and our offices for the praise of God's glory? The saints can teach us so much in this holy apprenticeship in the school of the Spirit. The saints call us to practice now now what we shall be for eternity, people of elongated, eternal praise. Isn't that our future? And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing on. And when from death I'm free, I'll sing and joyful be. And through eternity, I'll sing on. I'll sing on, and through eternity, I'll sing on. I mean, the saints are singing. Saints like Fanny Crosby are singing, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. I'm showing my Baptist roots this morning. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchased of God, born of his spirit, washed in his blood. If you know it, this is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior. The saints are singing, saints like Horatio Gates Spafford. My sin, oh, the bliss of this glorious thought. My sin, not in part, but the whole is nailed to the cross and I bear it no more. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, oh, my soul. 
The saints are singing all around us for all the saints who from their labors rest, who thee by faith before the world confessed. Thy name, O Jesus, be forever blessed. Alleluia. Alleluia. May our lives always be for the praise of God's glory. Let everything, let everyone that has breath praise the Lord.